What's up, fam? It's your boy, your cousin, your uncle, your nephew. It's JD, and I'm back with another podcast, man. It's been a almost a month since I've released the last episode, and I, I understand that. My apologies, my apologies. I've just been under the weather a little bit. I don't know what's going around, but if you're experiencing any sickness or anything health-related that has putting put you at a standstill, I decree healing over your life in Jesus' name. So I've been experiencing that, but I am doing a lot better, um, and I'm excited about this episode, y'all. I, I don't have a title for this episode just yet, but I what I do have is a long thing of notes. <laughs> um and a little backstory. I, I, I just when while I was spending time with the Lord, I, the Lord just kept, you know, pressing one thing on my heart. And it just stemmed from there. And the way he confirms things for me, I don't know if you some people may experience this and some people don't. When the Lord speaks through to me, I always write it down, but he always piggyback off of what he said through confirmation or with confirmation through a sermon. And so typically what happens is, and I know y'all heard me say it on my last episode, but this time is when I realized, okay, this is how God speaks to me and confirm things for me. And so first I would spend time with him, right? And then I would hear, you know, these things in the spirit and I would write them down. And what I hear, I just sit on it for a couple of days. But typically what happens now recently in this season that I'm in, the Lord would download something. I write it down in the very next day because I listen to sermons every day. The very next day, the Lord would use a sermon to confirm what he just told me the day prior. And so that's typically how I get these words for my podcast. I sit with God. I ask him, what do you want me to speak about? And then when I hear it, he confirms it. So it's just pretty cool because pastors, everybody gets some kind of word, right? But um, the way the Lord breaks it down or the way other people breaks it down is differently. And so I just think that's pretty cool. Okay. Enough of me talking about what I've been talking about. And I do apologize because I, I will in fact be sipping water through this podcast, this episode because of my voice, if you can't tell. So give me a second. Thank you. I hope y'all didn't hear that. Okay. So I just want to encourage a person who is waiting on the Lord right now, that the Lord did not break his promise. Okay. The Lord did not break his promise. The Lord is, he's faithful. If the Lord tells you something, he is going to fulfill that thing. It's typically during the, it's kind of like this. The Lord would tell us something. We kind of expect it. But after he tells us, we go through this waiting season. And in that waiting season, we oftentimes feel fear. We feel impatient. And we feel like uh, in denial, honestly, because one, you're fearful maybe of what the Lord told you or what that promise was. And you're anticipating it, right? And oftentimes you will feel impatience because it's like, God, you told me this. I know you said it. Or how many how many times you going to tell me this? 
but I'm still waiting on it, right? And so we kind of get a little impatient, but then we get in denial because, or or confused rather, in denial and confused because we may feel like the Lord told us something, but we are in denial about what he said because we've been waiting so long and become impatient. And so I just want to encourage you to not let fear, not let those things cripple you. Don't let them you know, squeeze the life out of you in the waiting season because the Lord, when he says he's going to do something, he literally will do it. His promises are true. His word will not return unto him void. That's what the Bible says. And so what does that scripture mean? His word will not return unto him void. It means, and that is written in Isaiah 55, 1. Um, when, when the Lord said something, it literally means is going to accomplish, is going to do it. He's going to do it. You know, so anytime he says something, it's not going to be void. He said it, but it's not going to happen. Is actually going to happen. So here is your encouragement. If the Lord has told you about a dream, if the Lord has told you about a vision, if the Lord have told you about what's next, just know that the Lord is going to fulfill that thing. Let me share something with you. There have been many times the Lord has told me something and I'm like, okay, God, okay, that's dope. That's cool right? And I will pray about it. There have been times that I prayed about things for two, four, five years, and I didn't see it happen until after those two, four, five years. So the Lord would tell you something, but we have to understand that God's timing is not like our timing. If you look at scripture, when the Lord say he's going to do something, sometimes it does take time. Our timing is not like God's. We always want to experience what he said in the now. But the Lord is like, hey, my timing ain't like yours, fam. You know, you, you may have to wait a little bit. And sometimes the Lord will fulfill things years later. So what do you do? You stand on his promise. You literally have, while you're in that waiting season, if you have nothing else, you better have a little bit of faith holding on to that promise. Because what happens is in the waiting season, you, the enemy wants you to be frustrated. The enemy wants you to become impatient. The enemy wants you to become confused and in denial because it literally strains your faith. Mm. The enemy wants you to be impatient because that subdues your faith in a sense. Like sometimes in the waiting season, when we become impatient, that just simply means, uh, do you have faith? Because why are you impatient? And we become frustrated because we're like, God, you said it, you're going to do it. You're going to fulfill it. But I've been waiting for it so long. And oftentimes the enemy loves that because when you are impatient and when you are um, frustrated, that typically sometimes births fear because we put a timeline on God. 
We want God to do this thing, perform this miracle, perform this task now. And if he don't do it now, we become impatient and we become frustrated, right? But then those things birth fear because then we start to question, God, are you really going to do it? Um, God, when is it going to happen? And then that can birth anxiety. And you're you're just trying to, you're, you know what I'm saying? Put all of these things together in this waiting season when the Lord is like, just be still. <laughs> the Bible tells us be still and know that I am God. And so the Lord literally wants you to be still and know that he's God. And by the way, that's Psalms 46 and 10. Be still and know that I am God. And so in when God put, when when God says there's a promise, right? And he puts us in the waiting season, the expectation is to be still and have faith. Because if we be still, that means that our hands are off of it. That means that the Lord, it, he has no choice but to do it when we're still. The Bible says be still. So the waiting season requires us to be still and let God take control over things. When you be still and let God take control over things, then your life get a little bit better because you just have faith at that point. Your faith can move a mountain. Your faith can move anything. And the Lord just said in his word, the requirement of faith is the size of a mustard seed. That is like literally the size that you need. And so in that waiting season, when you're still, when you're still and you have faith, that becomes a domino effect and an equation that completes the promises of God. Because this is what happened. The Lord would tell you a promise. He would send you in the waiting season, but in the waiting season, you must be still and have faith. And then depending on how long your waiting season is, hey, let me put this in there. You do not determine how long you wait, okay? So when the Lord puts you in a waiting season for that time, you be still, you add your faith to those promises that I told you to stand on just three seconds ago. When you have his promises and you're standing on that thing by faith, the Lord has nothing but to fulfill that promise. Like you've done everything right. You told, first of all, you told me, that's how I know you're going to fulfill the promise. But you told me, you put me in this waiting season. Now I have faith that you're able to do what? The exceedingly, the abundantly, and above all I can ask or think. What does that scripture mean? There is no timeline on Jesus. There, when God says, I that makes, hallelujah, that makes me even more excited that I can sit in the waiting season with faith. That that scripture just came alive to me. The, he's able to do exceedingly, abundantly, and above all I can ask a thing. Because when you go through that waiting season for years, it literally makes that scripture come alive. It's like, God, when you look back at it, okay, I'm, I, 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 let me pump my brakes here. But when you look back at that thing, that promise, and you were waiting in that season, and you applied your faith, you applied his word and stood on that thing. When you look back, you're able to declare that, God, you're really able to do the exceedingly. You're really able to do the abundantly. You're really able to do the above all like an extra thing. Because when we put a timeline on God, it doesn't allow him to do the above and beyond that I can even ask for.
<laughs> so that's why we can't put God on no timeline. It allows him to be God. Okay. I'm slowing down. I'm slowing down. I hope y'all got all of that because that is straight from heaven. Um, and, you know, the Lord literally, listen to this carefully. The Lord wouldn't say it if he couldn't or wouldn't do it. I'll say that again. The Lord wouldn't say it if he couldn't or wouldn't do it. What does that mean? That means that he ain't going to tell you something if he can't do it. But we know that there's nothing that the Lord cannot like. The, there's nothing in this world that God cannot do. Right. But I'm just here to encourage you that if the Lord told you to start that business, if the Lord told you to, to make that investment, if the Lord told you to sow that seed, if the Lord told you to move to another state, if the Lord told you to let go of that person, if the Lord told you to let go of that job, if the Lord told you a thing, he's going to make it happen. That means that he's able to do it. I'm sorry. Whew. That means that God is able to do it. And I promise y'all that. Y'all got something very vulnerable and transparent for me tonight because I am a living witness. And this goes to my next point that I am a living witness that the Lord, when he says he's going to do something, he will do it. The waiting season births a testimony that only Jesus can write. That's why he puts you in the waiting season, because it creates a testimony. It births a testimony that only Jesus can write. So when the waiting season is over, thank you, Lord, it requires us to testify about his goodness. When we're out of that waiting season, when the Lord tell you to do something and, and you're waiting days and months and years and decades, and it actually comes to fruition, that vision come alive, that dream is, is right there before your eyes now, and it's tangible, that requires us to go ahead and tell them about the goodness of Jesus. You've waited for this. You've prayed for this. You fasted for this. And now it's time to tell others the miracles Jesus performed. It was the miracles that birthed testimonies. <laughs> that was from Holy Spirit. Did you hear that? The miracles that Jesus performed birthed it testimonies. What do you mean? Do you know that in the Bible, when Jesus performed the miracles, most times he said, now go into peace. Or he says, Shh, don't go tell nobody. You ain't got to say nothing. Right. But what they did anyway, they went and told people, I was reading the scripture um, a, a couple days ago about the lady at the well and, and how she went back. Like she's not even a believer. They, we have to, we don't mess with y'all. Basically you a Jew. I'm a Samaritan. We don't mess with y'all. This is in the word. And, um, 
after she encountered Jesus, she went back and told the people, hey, this must be the Messiah, y'all. Like, and people came to him. So, ooh, thank you, Jesus, for that beautiful picture. What happens after you sit and wait with Jesus and have a, communi a, a, a conversation with him and you're in constant communication with him and you're sitting still and you're eating from what he's saying and you're, you're being patient with him, it births a testimony that requires other people to know him. Let me tell you something. There have been things that I've done in my life. There have been things that I've experienced in my life. There have been things that have broke me to the core. There have been things that built me up. And oh God, I thank you. But every single time I went through something, whether it's good or bad, Jesus always got the glory. So I want to encourage somebody right now that whatever you you're going through, whatever you're experiencing, whatever you're facing, Jesus will get the glory. What does that mean? It's not, it, it doesn't mean that Jesus is going to get the glory. Jesus is just going to get the glory. That's why you're going through it. No, it means that it's going to work out. <laughs> when you go through something, Jesus will get the glory because things are going to work together for your good. Ain't that God word? May all things, hey, that's what the Bible says, not me. All things work together for your good. So I just want to say, sit with him, wait with him, spend time with him, right? And when you do that, is going to birth a testimony out of you. If you go through a broken relationship that hurt your heart to the core, I, I don't know why I'm, I'm feeling that on this podcast tonight, but I don't know who's going through something or who will be experiencing something. But when you touch this podcast, I prophesy that healing power of Jesus will go through the speaker and all that good stuff. And wherever you are, healing power of Jesus will touch your heart. And I prophesy that you will be healed and you will go tell others about the miracle that 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 just happened because you've experienced Jesus that's good and 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 I, I just want to let you know that the promises of God will never never Thank you, Holy Ghost. The promises of God will never be broken. When you make a promise with someone, if you're a real, truthful, honest person like myself, not to boast or brag or anything, everybody should be truthful and honest now. I don't know why y'all be lying and stuff. But if you are truly an honest person and you make a promise to someone, when you're really honest, you're going to be committed and you're going to fulfill that promise. Now take that and apply it to Jesus. How do you apply it? Who is Jesus? The way, the truth, and the life. And so if he's the truth, I want to highlight that word truth. Truth means that there's no lie. You, There is no lie. So if Jesus is the truth, that means he cannot lie. So if he said something to you, if he gave you this dream, I keep feeling that. If he gave you this vision, if he gave you this idea, if he gave you this, that means he can fulfill it. Let God be God. <laughs> and that goes back to the scripture in Psalms. Be still. 
still and know that I am God. Let God be God. Who is God? God is always consistent. His word is always consistent. Hallelujah. His promises are always true. And, and, and sometimes, you know, when we're in that waiting season, it crushes our, our souls. But, you know, God says, let that that crushing. Hallelujah. I hear you, Lord. Let the crushing be the preparation for what's to come me. Hey, if you're in the waiting season, oh, thank you, Jesus. I'm about to end this podcast tonight. But if you're in the waiting season, hallelujah, and you feel like you've experienced some crushing and you're experiencing some pain and you're experiencing something, if you're in the waiting season, the, the Lord is saying, let that crushing, let the waiting season be the preparation for what's to come. Now, let me highlight that those three words, what's to come. What does that mean? What's to come is Jesus, because I got news for you. When Jesus shows up, miracles happen. That is the close of this podcast tonight. Hallelujah. That when Jesus shows up, that miracles happen. So whatever you're facing, whatever you're experiencing, whatever you're going through, let Jesus show up and let the miracles happen. What are the miracles? His promises. The Bible says that that man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. So we should live by every word that comes out of God's mouth. So what does that mean? If the Lord told you something, you live by it. That is your word. That is what will sustain you. But can I go back to that when Jesus shows up, miracles happen. That means when you're in that waiting season, the Lord starts opening doors for you. That means Jesus showed up. When you've experienced some kind of peace in your life in that waiting season, that means Jesus has showed up. When you've experienced some kind of joy in this season of your life, that means Jesus has showed up. When you've experienced some kind of healing from a broken relationship, from a broken a broken marriage, for Hokoyana, when you have experienced who Jesus truly is, I'm sorry, them tongues just slipped up out of me, but when you've experienced who he truly is, that's when you start to experience, hallelujah, the personality that Jesus have to offer his personality. What do you mean? There is joy in him. There is peace in him. There is freedom in him. There is salvation in him. There is kindness in him. Does hey, I can keep going on and on and on. So if you're in a waiting season right now, if you feel like you're experiencing some kind of crushing, some kind of breaking, something in your life that is crushing your soul, just hang on in there to God's promises, stand on his word and you be still because he is going to show up. And remember at the end of this podcast, when Jesus shows up, miracles happen. So God, we celebrate you tonight. I'm going in prayer. We celebrate you tonight because you are showing up on the scene, Lord. We thank you, Jesus, that you're showing up for your people. Father, I ask that you show up for them, that you make things happen, that you move on their behalf. But if it's not time yet, Lord. May we experience what joy is like in the waiting season. May we experience what peace is like in the waiting season. May we experience what Jesus is like <laughs> in the waiting season. The Bible says, come unto me, all ye that are weary and heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. So God, I thank you that we'll experience the burden of Jesus in the waiting season. 
family. Guess what? I love y'all. And I think this is the end of this podcast. And I feel there's a fire that the Lord is going to ignite in you because you just experience what it's like to wait on him. When the Lord shows up in your life, you better go testify and tell these people. And I don't want to get super religious or churchy on you, but just tell them about his goodness. Come on with it. Hey, I receive a random check in the mail. Tell them about his goodness. Hey, somebody just paid for me in the back of the Chick-fil-A line. Tell them about his goodness. Hey, somebody just held the door open for me while it was raining outside. Tell them about his goodness. See, oftentimes in the waiting season, we can get frustrated. We can get angry. I, I keep going on and on, and I'm sorry. It's just something on me right now. But just wait on him. His promises are true. When you wait, Jesus shows up. <laughs> His promises are true. So when you wait, Jesus shows up. And dare I say, the crushing that you've experienced, that's what it was, the crushing that you're experiencing right now, I prophesy, I decree and declare that the crushing that you're experiencing is birthing a testimony of Jesus Christ. I love you, fam, and I'm excited about what the Lord is going to do for you. Stand on his word, commit to his promise, and let Jesus step on the scene so miracles can happen. I love your family. Take care. Peace. Welcome to Healing Conversations. Healing Conversations. Healing Conversations.